Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Much has been said about the new tackle below the waist rule. A rule that's been introduced to attempt to lower concussion and head impact injuries. But will the rule changes in its intended design be enough to negate the effects of collision in today's modern game? Personally, I don't think so. Whilst concussion is an incredibly serious issue, I think that taking the game back to the future is essentially using the techniques of our grandfathers learnt without paying respect to the development and progression over the years of the modern day player. I believe this won't be enough to achieve the outcomes the RFU are seeking. But here's three options that I believe make more sense than lowering the tackle height to negate head injuries. Number one, restrict the number of reserves you carry on your bench. With a modern game, athletes are becoming bigger, faster and fitter. Finding a weak link in a defensive line is near impossible. Utilising fatigue as an option to counter-impact injuries makes sense. Instead of replacing tight athletes with fresh ones, make them play 80 minutes, where the impact over time becomes softer and will create more passive tackles. Number two, get rid of the wrestle. Holding players up and grappling creates all sorts of problems, but also allows the defensive line to reset. No wrestle, no reset, no impact. Passive tackles. And thirdly, reward a legs tackler with the momentum shifting to the defending team. For instance, if a legs tackler is complete, The defender then is allowed to jackal unimpeded, and like that of a scrum with no props, the ruck becomes an uncontestable um, uh, ruck, and the defending team receives the ball. This is relatively passive, and is a reward for good defensive technique. To think that making one rule change won't have many more implications is naive. In my humble opinion, tackling around the waist will create more problems than solutions if the rule changes haven't understood the impact of the change. And returning a modern athlete back to the future to learn how our grandfathers tackled isn't the answer. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. To restrict the reserves, the number of reserves, will we'll limit the collisions and impacts later when they fatigue. And these modern day athletes uh, can play 80 minutes. You've got to think of the the props and, and you've got to carry an extra hooker just in case the scrum goes down and things like that. So there's probably that potential. But backs... Maybe. Get rid of the wrestle. Get rid of the wrestle. And if you uh, get rid of the wrestle, so what are, you, what are you hoping to see there? The wrestle, if you take the wrestle out, holding up players, slowing the ball down, is that what, what kind of you're alluding to there? Yeah, so no, you, know, when you, you know how how players are trying to always hold up and, and, and yep. get, the, get the turnover. Well, what mm. people – see, what I'm trying to say is that what people don't understand is that an action – so an action creates another action – you know what I mean? Are they, and they haven't taken into context all the actions. One of the ones around wrestling, both in both games, rugby union and rugby league, a simple one is that everyone gets set and eyes up and knows exactly where the ball's going. And you'll find if you actually uh, analyse the game, most of the collision would happen after a reset line. 
is really solid. You know what I mean? So take away, you know, you've got to take away the action that's creating that and holding up players. I remember a rule when I played, I first came out of first 15. It's funny, I've got a funny story that my dad actually walked on the field when I got injured in the first 15, told me I could never play first 15 again because um, I was playing a rugby league for him, you know what I mean? So what I did was I snuck out of the house on a Saturday. I used to run up to Tikarangi and, and play for the boys, all the second team boys that couldn't make the Clifton side on a Saturday. And one of the rules they introduced back then was if you got touched and hit your knees, you remember that? So you got touched, mm-hmm. you weren't tackled, and you fell to your knees, you had to let the ball go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what that did was that actually stopped any other collision around it. It was, I thought it was a really good um, a really good rule. I remember we played Clifton and one of my mates, all he had to do, he was playing on the wing because all the Clifton boys were, you know, all the good footballers and all the Tikarangi boys were boys that couldn't make the team. He ran down the sideline and all he had to do was run to the sideline and score the try, but he decided to run straight at me. I was playing fullback and I just pushed him and he fell on his knees and he slid over the line and put the ball down. The referee said, no, you've got to let the ball go. So what this, this whole concept is, it's like... Reserves, for instance, anyone I had to I had to con- consider any both games really when I was looking at it. Anyone knows that one of the biggest issues you got is across the board when you get tired, you just replace them with a fit player, mm. and there is it's really hard to break down defensive lines. Well, stop stop replacing them. You know, back in back in the day, mate, you played two reserves in first grade in the NRL, and two of the other reserves came out of second grade that played the game before. So you always got teams at the back end of the game and it was more passive as the game went on. And I just don't, is my point being, I don't think they've thought um, long and deep enough about the impacts around all the other actions. No, I totally agree. And, and Johnny Sexton's already come out and thinks it's a hell of a stupid idea. And which is crazy, his dad is, um, you know, uh, Farrell and, and the coach and, and the son's Owen Farrell and know the struggles he's going through lately. He's been under a hell of a lot of pressure with his tackle technique and shooting out of line. But Johnny Sexton had a slow stab because someone that shoots out of line is Owen Farrell when he shoots out of line and, and that's when you put your, your body in position. Look, I don't think it's going to work, Kempe. The, the, the waist height tackle... You know, I know, Louis, you spoke earlier, you knocked out plenty of times because you go low, you put your head into some really vulnerable positions and you get kneed right in the noggin. And then you look at those two-metre Peter guys that going to get low, they're going to struggle. And it just, yeah, I, I, I think this is a pretty erratic decision from the RFU. They've been under a lot of pressure. I think Owen Farrell made that pressure even more. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough Tough to win clubs over. Is this going to impact? Is Because I think the reason, we spoke to Ed earlier, the reason is families and, and young kids trying to encourage them to play the game. When they're seeing their players get knocked out and really struggle and, and dealing with concussions, that shies away. So this decision that they're making, probably trying to encourage players to come and play. But, yeah, that's a great one.